Greetings and welcome to the Tao and the Force podcast. Today we are talking about the Clone Wars, Season 1, Episode 13, Jedi Crush. But first, if you have any questions, you can find me on Twitter, the Tao and the Force, the Tao Force, and on Facebook at Tao Force. The Words of wisdom for this episode are greed and fear of loss are the roots that lead to the tree of evil. Well, trying to stop uh, loss is greed. Because loss is inevitable. And it is your desire to stop it, to keep you from some sort of pain or suffering that you may have, which is a form of greed. It's a self-thinking, for it is not thinking of others. And fear causes people to cloud their mind and can lead them to darker roads. Thus, like a root, a root starts and spreads If you wish to stop it from growing, you have to cut it off. Now, in this episode, we find Ayla Sakura, Jedi Master, and her forces are overwhelmed so they have sent for reinforcements and uh, in the form of Anakin and Ahsoka uh, who have come to quell to help her. Now a vast battle in the atmosphere of this planet is broken out and they um, there's critical damage all, all around a ship that they are doing battle in and but the separatist tactical droid who only thinks in tactics and not in um, emotion, only in statistics, decides it is a tactical advantage to simply blow up both the Republic forces and the droid forces, for it would eliminate uh, their 
the enemy as well. So they see to explode the ship that they are fighting on. And before um, the clones in Ahsoka and Ayla in Anakin can get off in this ship, it starts to explode. And uh, much like we will see Kanan Jarrus do later on, Anakin sacrifices himself by trying to stop this explosion and he saves the others in a selfless act. But unlike Kanan, Anakin is only critically injured during the attack. And the others uh, the ship that they have boarded has before it can dock with the resolute it is going to go into hyperdrive and they cannot shut it off so they have to free themselves of the resolute and they get sent off to parts unknown first immediately almost going into a star where they must shut all things off so that they can reset the computers. Now, we have first heard that this was possible back in A New Hope when Han Solo warned if you don't get the coordinates quite right when you jumped into hyperspace, you can end up going into a sun or a star or what have you. And uh, by shutting off the power, it will uh, also shut off the power that is helping to keep Anakin alive. And Ahsoka is already struggling with her. She wants to be where her master is and be helping him, but she is needed elsewhere. But her emotions are compromising her. Now they avoid crashing into the star, but succeed in crashing on the planet nearby of Maradun to which Ahsoka comments that she is glad that Arakin wasn't awake to see that landing. Now, we first saw 
alternative master giving a different perspective in the form of Luminara earlier in a, and now we get to see Ayla Sakura form that uh, same role as well as big sister to uh, Ahsoka much like Anakin has been her big brother and Luminara and Ayla are like big sisters and Ayla gives her a different perspective on seeing things throughout this episode particularly on attachment for we know that her master uh, Anakin suffers with attachments he struggles to uh, follow the Jedi way now Ayla and Ahsoka and all of them must leave Anakin and Rex behind so that they may seek a way off the planet as well as find medical help for Anakin. But Ahsoka is adamant to stay once more where Ayla reminds her that for the Jedi it is her duty to do what is best for the group for the greater good she must let him go for now and the la uh, the lives of a thousand should be sacrificed for the lives of one. And it brings up the old attachments and compassion in the Jedi. And it is a difficult balance. For we are reminded by people like Qui-Gon who uh, has compassion and that all things matter but he's willing to stick his neck out he is attached to and it doesn't necessarily make him weaker and that the Jedi Council is perhaps too rigid about attachment but it is that delicate balance where the Jedi are seeking 
a religious life to be as pure as possible to have a connection to the force over all things so they are connected to all things and not uh, worried about connecting to individuals for they want to be free and clear-minded and not corrupted by emotions one might form for one person which may lead them to bad judgment when concerning others but it is for the Jedi and the monks and those seeking that religious life it is encouraged to have compassion for others but even those that we hate love their own families I forget the, what Jesus had said about this he said uh, to love to this is the uh, the gist of it I don't remember the exact words that to love uh, your family even the heathen does this it isn't particularly remarkable to uh, love and attach to family and friends but nonetheless it is important but we aren't seeking to be monks and warriors fighting for a galaxy we don't have to make such choices for us the danger in attachment is when If it's a positive influence or negative influence, if you lose someone, it is natural to experience sadness and loss, but it is when it becomes a hindrance for you to move forward that you must let go so 
more or less what I'm saying is it's about striking that balance in oneself to whether it is becoming positive in your life or it is holding you back. But for the Jedi it is more complex. For like I said, they are seeking the highest of highs that they can achieve in regard to the Force, in mastering the Force, just as Taoist masters and Buddhist masters and whatever religion, people seeking to master it, sacrifice attachments to others in attach only to the source of all things. For in attaching to that, you are attaching to everything. But it is the purest form. If that makes any sense. Now, while looking for the inhabitants of this world, both Ahsoka and Ayla's group are attacked by Mastiff, uh, I forget. They're like they look like wolves with vulture heads. They're called mastiff something or another. Uh, mastiff flings or something felini. I can't remember. But anyways, they kill clones in a dangerous and they also attack Rex and uh, Anakin who both groups manage to scare them off at the end or fight them off And then uh, Ayla's group encounters a tree with large seed pods which fall and Commander Bly is almost killed but is saved by Ayla Sakura which is has some irony for in Return of the Sith, during Order 66, while looking for Shumai during the end of the war, Bly is given Order 66 and kills Ayla Sakura.
So it is a bit ironic that she saves him here. Well, they see that these pods have been dragged away, so they, it shows that some form of life is dragging these large pods away. And they encounter a village of Lermans who have come to this planet to get away from the war and live a peaceful, non-violent life of farming and agriculture and community. Violence breeds violence. Jedi are no peacekeepers. That it takes two to fight. There is no side that is free of this fault. Lerman uh, want to avoid violence at all costs and we are asked in this episode but isn't freedom worth fighting for? Is there not things worth fighting and dying for? And that is really up to the individual. And it ultimately depends on what you believe happens when you die. If you believe that there is an afterlife in reward in heaven then one would think non-violence would always be the way for your freedom on earth would not be your ultimate concern, your freedom when you reach heaven would be. But if you believe that there is no life after death, then fighting for freedom on earth would seem more important for there would be nothing after your death. And there are many points in between these arguments. But it is a matter of perspective. And in this episode, it is framed that neither the Lerman nor the Jedi are 
have all the answers to violence and non-violence. And nor do we in this life. Though the Jedi must seek non-violence above all and be the peacekeepers that they were meant to be. As we see from Wagto, Wagto is sent to help them with Anakin for they cannot be seen helping the Jedi for they do not want to be dragged into the war but they will not ignore someone who is in need of medical attention and Wagto is uh, their medicine man of a sort and when they go back to the village he shows them alternative ways of fighting for they encounter the vulture-type wolf creatures and they were immediately going to kill them but Wagto strongly urges them not to and shows them an alternative and they use rope to capture and subdue the creature and Wagto is able to administer medicine to Anakin and make him uh, or help him to recover his strength. Now, th uh, these Lerman are my favorite uh, two episodes of the season one, which probably is not surprising considering the simple way in which they live and their peaceful, non-violent practices. They are just trying to be natural and flowing and not harm anything in the world. It is very Taoist. I personally subscribe more to the uh, viewpoints of Gandhi and Martin Luther King in the use of non-violence. It is vastly more difficult to achieve your aims with non-violence and as Gandhi was uh, questions if his methods would work versus Hitler for they were both 
living uh, Gandhi was uh, at the height of his protests in India when the war was going on and he didn't really have an answer for that for he did not know but it would not change his methods whether they would work or not because he is only in control of the violence he can commit that is not to say there is a right way or a wrong way for the people in concentration camps uh, would hardly argue with with the soldiers who came and liberated them from those camps in their use of violence but it is all, like all things there is balance to be found it isn't necessarily in all or nothing perhaps there are times when violence becomes necessary and perhaps there are times when only non-violence is necessary I believe the Jedi like the Taoists and the Buddhists would prefer non-violent solutions first to exhaust all avenues and then when in one is forced to resort to violence there are uh, occasions when a violent actions have had positive results namely in liberating oppressed in suffering people in things of that nature but the problem becomes the d shades of gray and degrees for not every violent action that starts with good intentions remains good I think Vietnam is one of those I think most would agree that it started with good intentions but it became a war that was not particularly benefiting many involved there are shades of gray of people who 
were saved and that there are also shades of grey of those who lost. So this episode brings difficult questions that only as an individual can you decide what is right for you. But like in all things, one must find balance. But balance isn't 50-50 and it isn't black or white. For there are degrees in all things, all questions. You can't just paint a topic with a brush as one thing. There could be a million different variables. Then each variable needs you to ask yourself questions of which way is appropriate. And that is finding that balance within each of those variables of what one believes to be right. Well, again, I got rather sidetracked too. So we will end it there. I wish you well and hope to see you again. Good day.